It's the same old story. It's been a long day at the job, or maybe it's just starting to feel long, and you feel that urge to stretch your legs and get a little bit of a break. You walk down the street, or maybe you get behind the wheel of your car, and you feel the weight begin to lift. You walk through the doors, and the sound of the place starts to clear the air. You get a table, you order your drink, you listen to the sounds of the bar, and soak in the conversation. Welcome to the TNE Speakeasy with your hosts, Caleb and Isaac. Listen in as they discuss a variety of topics, such as Isaac's thoughts on the current output by Powerhouse Animation, as well as a look at the wide world of the DC animated films. So I finally finished. Um, I finally finished CS Manos, uh, the other Powerhouse Studios animated um, TV series from Netflix. Yeah, stay tuned for Speakeasy episode four, where he talks about that. I guess I did. Um, <laughs> my second favorite out of the Powerhouse Netflix animated shows. Oh wow, interesting. I really, I really enjoyed it. I, 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 I loved it. It was, it was great. Well, I'm happy to hear you turned around on it because yeah, you didn't sound too positive in that episode. But I mean, there was there was I don't think I sounded positive in those ones, but it was very nitpicky. I was I, was, I think I was a little nitpicky on it. <laughs> uh, it kind of ended similarly to the first season of Into the Badlands. I I, I found, hmm. and again, I'll get into that show eventually. I'll have to rewatch that. And I literally the only reason I buy that show or watch that show is because I bought the uh, the, the the Blu-ray because of the cover. Like, the cover is amazing. Mm. Yeah, that was a cool cover. Uh, it's literally the only reason I watched it. And that show I gotta rewatch again, but I had a lot of criticisms of that show. But, you know, some of the fight scenes were okay. Not, not the best, but... Uh, I prefer CS Manos to Into the Badlands, but... There's still some parts that are okay. Yeah, I'd say... So right now, for Powerhouse uh, Netflix shows, I'd say it goes... I'm gonna use Seasons as well, because there's only, like... There's five products so far there's uh so it goes castlevania season one followed by like probably three points down is uh is cs manos season one and then midway down there i think about like seven points down oh wow is uh castlevania season three and then way way down like i don't know 30 points down is is castlevania season two and then like Maybe not. Okay, maybe fifteen. I would, uh, we'll go twenty because there's some stuff in there that I like, but there was. Eh. I'm jotting it down right now. Yeah, and then um, what is it? And then about a hundred points down from that is is um is uh, yeah. Blood of Zeus. <laughs> I'll rewatch that one eventually. Don't worry. But right now, that's my opinion. Yeah, I was expecting that to be on the bottom from that again. Stay tuned for uh, episode four. But <laughs> exactly. No, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, I guess one thing I rewatched was uh, the first of the Godzilla animated movies. Ah, nice. You probably go back and watch those as well. How did you feel about uh, Godzilla Earth number one? Um, this is. I guess it was. God, what was it called again? It was. Uh, uh, I don't remember now. Yeah, it was. What was it? Fuck. 
I forget what that first one's called. Yeah, I don't remember now. Jeez. Um, but yeah, this is my third viewing of that first one. I had some of this... I still can't get over the animation to a certain degree. I was going to say, does the CGI still hold up? It's never held up for me. It's always been my biggest weakness. Is yeah, fair enough. Getting past the animation. Um, and I think I liked it a little bit less than I did the last time I watched it. Okay. Um, I love all the stuff on the ship, but once we get to the final, like, climactic ending, I just start to feel like it's kind of spinning its wheels a little bit until the real Godzilla shows up. Maybe I'm spoiling it now, actually. <laughs> but. I mean. Yeah, it's been a while. When did it come out? 2017? 2017. <laughs> but I still definitely like it, but. Yeah, I, I'm excited to go on to the second one, which is my favorite of them, from what I remember. Yeah, uh, from when I watched it the first time, I enjoyed it. I I just turned my brain off to the animation. I was like, it is what it is. I, I accept it. And you know what? Yeah, it kind of just helped the movie go by. Not pretty quickly, but it just, it just helped. That's fair. And I do actually love their Godzilla. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think he just looks super cool. Again, CGI works with everything but humans. The humans are the problem. <laughs> Absolutely. Anytime you have a... Not even that. It's not even humans, it's faces. You just can't do CGI faces or else. Yep. Yep, it just looks bad. I think you can do CGI bodies, but once it, like, goes to the face, that's it. It's like, nope, you, you have to do it hand-drawn, because you can get uncanny hand-drawn uh, valley in that, but CGI just, like... It, it becomes a different thing when it's hand-drawn. I guess so, but it works It works for, um, for like, Woody and Buzz, for instance. Yeah, but they're meant to be like porcelain. They're not meant to be like we're not quite porcelain. This one's is supposed true. To be like rubber, and I'm not sure what the other one's supposed to be, but plastic. I don't know. <laughs> so they're not supposed to have the same kind of um, flexibility of a human face. But that, that's true. And hey, it worked in 1995. So yeah, but I, I love the element of having like the three species kind of working together, but all being a little self-interested at the same time. Yeah, like I think that's a really cool, just kind of undercurrent running through that and. Yeah, just lots of cool science fiction ideas. I really like the, uh, really hope that we see something like that in live action at some point. Yeah, or if we'll see something similar to that in the uh, in the new uh, series that they'll be producing. Yes, that's actually why I was uh, watching it. I was like, hey, it's coming out soon. I might as well get back into a Godzilla mood. <laughs> um, uh, let's see, what else did I watch? Oh, yes, uh, I was in like a whole mood. Watch Chies Manos, finish that. That was the last thing I watched, and then I watched first thing I watched was Batman Soul of the Dragon. Oh, finally watched that. It was that, you know, that new that new 70s one. How was it? So, once again, it was using the Bruce Timm animation. and But it was with, like, some 70s looks to it. And they have, uh, funny enough, from, from um, John Wick 3 uh, as well, they have the Iron Chef as Richard Dragon. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Or a double dragon, uh, double dragon alum. Pretty much. <laughs> Uh, and I think he did a good job with it, but again, there's... You saw the box art for that, uh, for that movie, right? Yep. Yeah, it's not what I was expecting. I was expecting, like, some really cool visuals, and we did not get that. And, yeah, unfortunately, I assumed when I saw it, because, again, I was like, hey, is that live action? And I picked it up, and I was like, oh, this isn't live action, but this is a cool style of animation. Then I was like, eh, but... I don't think they would do this for a whole film. It's probably just a typical way. And so I put it back down and didn't think about it again until you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. 
Now I would I would I would certainly watch it again. I, I think I'd recommend rent it digitally before you buy it and then give it your own shake. Sure. This is not just to you but for anybody listening. Yeah, no, it was I, I found it interesting and they did a docu not documentary, but they did a little short uh, talking about like the seventies and what that what it was like for them, for each person there and it was interesting, I'll say that, but Yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't know, I found it a little better than Gods and Monsters, but not by much, because I also remember... I gotta go back to Gods and Monsters, but I remember enjoying that film as well. Was that a Batman movie, or...? That was a Justice... That was an alternate Justice League story where Superman is Zod's son and lands in Mexico. Ooh. Batman is uh, Kirk Langstrom, a.k.a. Uh, Man-Bat, and Wonder Woman is... Um, Oh crap! What's her name? I'm looking at her right now because I have a I have the figurine of her. Um, oh, she's from she's from New Gods. She's from the Fourth World or New Genesis. Uh, it was her name was now I remember it's Becca. Her name is uh, Becca, and she's the alternate Wonder Woman. But anyway, I basically that night I was very much into martial arts. I was like, oh, I'm going through like a martial arts. Fi- I, I like I have a I have a fever going on. And I need to like you know satisfy it with martial arts, and so <laughs> I was like, you know what I also have? I have the Batman Bad Blood um, direct-to-video movie. Yeah, I have that too. And I watched it. It it actually like aside from a few things, it holds up really well. Interesting. In fact, it's actually like probably one of the better. In fact like good cases for a DC direct to video movie. Like it's the perfect length and it there's some stupid parts to it, but I think it actually holds up. Huh. Yeah, I've reached for it many times. I've even like put it in my player to watch it. But I'm like, eh, you know, am I really in the mood for this? And I take it out again, put it back on the shelf, and it's been on my shelf for like two <laughs> years now. So yeah, I gotta pick that up and watch it. Yeah, I, I highly suggest you do because it I don't know, it was... Again, because I was like, ah, there's something about how the um, the animation was handled in Soul of the Dragon. And it wasn't Kung Fu. Like, it was it was supposed to be, like, you know... So C.S. Manos actually took the time to go to a, like, p- people who practice Kung Fu, and they, you know, got references from them. And so in the show, kind of like Avatar, you see the characters actually like you performing martial arts moves from from traditional kung fu stances and so that's like oh that's pretty awesome in soul of the dragon they didn't do that and it was like oh okay it was just like animators that probably looked at it on youtube or i don't know watched a movie and for a live action movie and was like okay we'll use that I, maybe not i'm not gonna I, I won't throw them uh on there i think actually funny enough i think it was studio miri or Mir, excuse me, uh, the guys who animated Korra. You know, seasons, or books one, parts of two, and then all three and four uh, that did the animation. So it looks good, but again, there's something about the way they, uh, the, the the fight scenes that were like, but there were some really good fight scenes at the end, though. That's I, I want to state that there were some good ones, but not, not no, well, there was Kung Fu stuff, what am I saying? <laughs> But if you like compare the two of them and watch them back to back, you'll see like what I mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, they also had a uh, uh, James. 
Wong and uh, in there as well as one of the uh, supporting characters. It was pretty cool. In the Soul of the Dragon one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Yep. Yeah, so it was like, kind of nice to see him in there again because I, I think he's a pretty good actor. Yeah, I can't wait till we get to all that Batman stuff. It's going to be such a great excuse to watch because that's the only one for all these years that I ever had any interest in watching the DC animated stuff. And almost all the ones yep. I'd seen were Batman related, so... Yeah, and then I so then I went and watched Bad Blood, and holy smokes, the martial arts in that was really good, like really really good. Cool. Uh, they did like a like there was almost no off modeling, and there was no like off modeling in any of the in these in these uh, three pieces of media that I watched. They were all like fantastic and no off frames. I'd say like no like pretty smooth and clean clean animation. Nice. Um, actually, one thing that I was disappointed with uh, in, in Soul of the Dragon is that in, in CS Monos, they actually had like almost a, a grindhouse slash exploitative filter around it, like a film grain. Oh. Uh, you, you can barely see it, but it's there. I was hoping that they would have that in Soul of the Dragon. I, I also have to say, I think one of the better parts about that film was that the score was, was pretty good. It was pretty on point with 70s music, so that was that was nice. Oh, that's cool. I like the sound of that. There could have been a little more to it, but like there was still some good stuff there. But anyway, yeah, no, Bad Blood actually had some good, um, some good martial arts to it. Some really good like martial arts to it that I have to I have to say it was nice to watch. Though there's a there's a scene of like Iron Man being ripped off, but <laughs> what else do you expect? Yeah, I'm sure there's a nice palate cleanser for you after uh, Justice League: The New Frontier. See some good uh, work coming out of that a studio but yeah absolutely I'll, I'll say that there are good films or at least i'm not gonna say it's great because again one of the parts i didn't like was was batman himself although that's no offense to jason and i were talking about this but like jason o omera was not the greatest pick for that batman but that's just me oh did you guys talk about that oh yeah we did oh, maybe it was not on the recording that's too bad but i think we talked about it briefly in the superman commentary oh okay hmm yeah, yeah. I was not noticed. Yeah, like I said, once I'm done editing them, they leave my brain completely. Totally fair. <laughs> I just like burn out on them. But yeah, no, I'm so I'm so pumped. I can't wait to. Uh, I guess I should start reading that next book. Actually, so I'll probably get to that one soon. Oh, I got a rant. Can I rant, sure. please? So when watching the um, Batman Soul of the Dragon, uh, they had a. They had a uh, they had a preview for stuff, obviously some of their other products, and one of them was Death of the Family or Death of the Family, excuse me. Mm-hmm. They're adapting that. You know what they did? What they took under the Red Hood, added whole new segments of animation, and then made it a multiple choice uh, movie. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know if you understood what I just said. Yeah, and you're saying it was death in the family, right? Like the the classic, not the 2013 miniseries or whatever it was called. And it's com- it's taking under the red hood and just combining like some new animated sequences together. Yep, yep. Not even a full new movie, just like up like a DLC, like an updating version of of under the red hood, and now just. I think focusing more on the death uh, in the family parts of it. Oh, that's that's so strange. So, I don't know anything about Under the Red Hood. Was that 
I thought that was based off a comic. Was that partially in, based on Death in the Family? So, Under the Red Hood is by Judd Winnick and a controversial DC writer. And he was the one that brought back Jason Todd. Because I guess he wasn't being used, and he's like, can I ever use somebody? And it's like, go, sure, go ahead, and they use Jason Todd. Oh, interesting. I didn't even realize he was in that. Huh. And, spoilers. <laughs> and the comic is 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 critically mixed by a lot of people. Some like it, some don't. I think there's more negative than positive. And years later, when they were doing the DC animated movies, uh, one of the comics to, that was going to be adapted was Under the Red Hood, and one of the things that they did was they actually had Judd Winnick come in and rewrite or write the script for the movie. So he basically got to I almost like take in everybody's suggestions or, you know, took what didn't work with the book and wrote it in animation, and by far it's one of the best that they put out. Oh, fascinating. Huh. Yeah. Everybody agrees universally, like, it's one of the best, like, DC animated movies out there. Weird, that one just like completely slipped under my radar. It's just like a name to me. I never knew anything about it at all. So wow, oh, I'll have to check that one out. Exactly. I'm probably hyping you up with these <laughs> ones, but like, hey man, I'm just like, you know. But is it kind of like is it kind of like a retelling of Death in the Family in some way? Like I don't understand how they could just combine them. So in in the intro, they do briefly touch upon Jason Todd as Robin. And then they do parts of Death in the Family. And then it focuses on him being Red Hood after that. Interesting. Oh, okay. It only it, it, and that's why it's called Under the Red Hood. It's it's all about like the return of of the Red Hood, like this this mysterious urban legend or this other mask assailant that Batman like threw into a vat of acid he didn't really, and that's how the Joker came about. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought it was Joker-related just from the title. But that's why Jason Todd wears the mask, is because it's his greatest failure, and I guess it identifies Batman as, well, this is, you kind of created the Joker, and so you created me, so I, th- I think that's what it mm. means. But Interesting. But now they're basically like, okay, let's go back to the original book and and talk about it. That's so weird. I know, it's so weird. Like, they're, they're just reanimating. Not even reanimating, they're adding new animation to it and calling it a new movie. It's like... But there's clearly scenes from Under the Red Hood. Yeah, and wouldn't they just adapt Death in the Family at some point? Isn't it going to be kind of weird to have both movies with that name? <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they wanted to do Death in the Family, but they're like, but we already like had like 20 minutes of animation dedicated to that in Under the Red Hood, so let's just take that 20 minutes and expand it. Oh... And make it choose your own adventure or choose your own ending path, whatever you will call it. That is too bad. It's been a couple of years since I read Death in the Family, but I remember really liking that book a lot. And really liking Jason Todd in it. So that's that's uh <laughs> The only reason everybody liked him is because they actually made him a character by that point. Yeah, it's a really cool book. I mean I think it's the only thing I read with him in it, but at least that I remember. That's the thing with my reading of Batman, is I've read quite a few Batman things but they're spread over so many years that I a lot of them are just kind of like a little bit of a haze for me yeah fair enough just how it is with a lot of comics to be honest with me I don't really go back and reread a lot yeah which is funny because I do that with books I reread books a ton but I don't really reread comics which is strange I don't know why that is but it's kind of the opposite for me but (laughs) I have a problem with reading books because I just I need to be somewhere else to read books I can't I some, some reason I can't read books inside my own house so weird that is weird (laughs) 
you just like look around your room and see like distractions and then i yeah yeah i hate that because i do like reading and to be fair i'm actually reading a book i'm not using i'm not using anything else i'm not using <laughs> what what is it audacity or whatever the, an audio book but yeah an audio book or anything like that yeah i just bought a kobo um it hasn't arrived yet nice but it should be coming in because i've been reading a lot more and i've just been like it's it's super annoying to read a book in bed Yes, I know. And so I was like, oh, maybe Brianna's always reading in bed. Maybe I'll just get a Kobo like she's got, and that'll help. So, Yeah. Looking forward to that coming in. I will grab that soon as well. Yeah, and you can take a look at the one I get when I get it. You can decide if that's what you want to go for, because there's plenty of different options for e-readers. But I'm pretty sure I'll go with Kobo, because it's, it's up here and not... Or wait. Yeah, it's the Indigo one, right? Yeah, Indigo brand, yep. Yeah, I'll go with Indigo, not with Amazon. Even if there's a more selection with Amazon, I refuse to give Amazon <laughs> more money. Yeah, and I think Kindles, I mean, I'm sure you can buy them that have a similar technology to the um, Kobo, but I think they're like a little bit of a different technology and they're more backlit as far as I yeah. can tell. Um, also, I'm not done with DC. I'm not done with DC because, again, I got to rant again. Boy, oh boy, I was, I was miffed. So the next movie that they're going to release is uh, Justice Society of America movie. Oh, interesting. Set in World War II. Oh, wow. Where they actually go and fight in, in the trenches, and it's like, oh, golly, oh. this is going to be good. That could be controversial. Interesting, but it's a little bit of an odd choice. So the lineup looked like it was Wonder Woman, or at least I, I think it was Wonder Woman, Black Canary, Jay Garrick, uh, who, a.k.a. The Flash, sorry, um... Oh, who else was there? I think Our Man was in there as well. Probably not. <laughs> and well, it wasn't Wildcat. It was somebody else. It wasn't even Spectre or Doctor Fate. That was the other thing. I was like, really? You're not gonna have these guys? It wasn't the Atom. It wasn't. Oh, who else was there? It wasn't Doctor Midnight. It wasn't uh, Sandman. It wasn't even Starman either, which is weird. But not Starro. Probably listed them already, but. Not Starro, no. That's the, the <laughs> Star Man and Starro are two different people. <laughs> I know, but um, if you can even call Starro a person, it's he, well, he's kind of a being. It's a being, really. No, what peeved me off was two things. But the first big glaring thing is yeah, everything's going well, sort not well, but like you know they're fighting in the trenches and whatnot. They're fighting, you know, on the battlefield. <sighs> and then who comes along? Barry Allen. Oh God. <laughs> I have important news from the future. I'm like, no, please, no. Wow, really? No. Are you kidding? <laughs> that's just in the pre, just in the like trailer. Wow, that's amazing. I don't know how long he's there for, but if he's there the whole movie, I have a problem there. I can't believe they put that in the trailer. I mean, I guess they'd have to because they'd have to show what kind of movie they're making. They don't want to disappoint people by being like, oh, this is going to be like set in just about these guys. And then next thing you know, modern stuff's coming. I guess they kind of have to preempt you a little bit, but that does seem like a really bizarre choice. <laughs> that really is a turnoff to me. That that really pees me off. Yeah. That, that, like, just no confidence whatsoever in... Like, you can say, oh, why did Batman need to be in Soul of the Dragon? You know what? Honestly, I think it worked. It was fine. There could have been some improvements there, but, like, I think, like, 
it wasn't very much a Batman-centric story. It was just the whole, like, well, we need to sell this movie, so we need Batman in the title because he sells. And technically speaking, he does have uh, his kind of hand in that world of martial arts, so I think it worked pretty well with that. But in this, it's like, come on, you already have two flashes in that movie. It's like, why are you doing this? And... Oh, man, that, that really peeved me off. It's just like, oh, yeah, we need to bring in a modern person from the future. It's like, can't we just tell a story with these characters in it, please? Yeah, that does sound really disappointing. Yeah, no, that's not cool, man. And Flash, Flashpoint Paradox Part 2, The Justice Society of America? Is that what they're going <laughs> to... The oh, new golly. title? <laughs> that's all... You know what? That's that's what it should be. That's honestly what it should be. But the, um, the second thing is a little minor... Um, and this was with Superman: The Man of Tomorrow. Is the uh, is the new animation choice? Um, is that coming out too? No, it already came out. That was uh, released last oh, year. Huh. I am. Yeah, I. I knew what Eric said when he mentioned it in uh, in in Man of Tomorrow, and then I looked at the trailer for both because there was a trailer for Man of Tomorrow on on the special features. And man, the animation is, uh, it's 2D, but the problem is it's, it's not like, have you ever seen Archer? Yep. It's like that. Yeah. They've, they've done that with some Doctor Who, uh, cause there's a bunch of like lost episodes of Doctor Who and they've resurrected them in animation and they've taken that tact and yeah, I don't, I don't like the look of that. Now I actually do like Archer's animation. I think it works for that show. Hmm. For how like down to earth it is not down to earth but like just how that show is made not made but the the tone of that show i think it works surprisingly you know uh, it's like what for that show it works for dc i maybe but i i as of this moment no it doesn't work for me yeah sometimes animation can just be a big hurdle i know it shouldn't be that doesn't seem fair but it's 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 a hurdle yeah and Again, I don't know how much money is like being put into these now, mm-hmm. and it's I think a little more cheaper animation to do instead of what they've been doing these past like New Fifty Two era stuff. Yeah, that's certainly why they're doing it with Doctor Who. Cheaper the better for them. But, oh man, the New Fifty Two ones look way better than. It. But even then, I don't like some of the New Fifty Two art style. Like the art style in in like Batman uh, Bad Blood is I actually don't like. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah good animation don't get me wrong but like the art style i i don't like have they phased out of the new 52 era of the uh bruce tim flicks not bruce tim because he wasn't really a part of the new 52 uh films that was a different team mm. he was doing more one uh one note films still yeah did he leave with like uh throne of atlantis or something like that i, I know he left around that era but i no i think he doesn't even do Flashpoint Paradox. Oh, really? I, th- I thought he did do that one. Yeah. Uh, as far as I'm aware, he did not. But, you know what? I'm gonna f- sound like a goof and... Uh, you know better than me. <laughs> maybe, but I don't think so, because I've gonna put my foot in my mouth and I don't want to do that. So. Yeah, I thought he did the first couple of them and then he left it for another team and then he just came back, right? With that God and Monsters one. Let's see, yeah. He he selected his... his like he, Yeah, Gods and Monsters was his one that he came back with. Uh, yeah, he produced it. He produced. Um, I'm surprised he didn't, uh, directed. But yeah, he produced Gods and Monsters. He did the story. Did he direct any of them? 
I thought you just produced. I don't think so. Let's see here. Where is it here? I don't even know if he had anything to do with Dark Knight Rises. Or Return, excuse me, sorry. Yeah, no, I don't think he did. Oh, yeah, DC Animated Movie Universe. That's starting with, yeah, Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah, yep. Nope, doesn't look like he had anything to do with... Yeah, there you go. Sure. Yes, yeah, that's what it was. Studio 4 uh, degrees Celsius. That's who it is. That's not what it's called. Well, that's what it's called. That's the... Um, that's the studio that was doing all these DC, uh, these New 52 era ones. Yeah, I don't like the animation style. No. Or the art style, excuse me. It's it's not the best. That's why I was like, let's do a cutoff for our Justice League stuff. We'll get to that stuff eventually, but I want to put it yeah. off for a while. Because, <laughs> ugh. You'll, you'll see what I mean when we go to it. Yeah, and I've seen the art. I, I watched some of the trailers for these just to like get a sense of what they were. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> yeah, not a uh, not the best. I'll say that, or at least not a fan of it. Yeah, I can't remember which which how that one looks, but like stuff like um, like, there's that TV series Young Justice, which I think came out around that same time, like 2013 or 2012. 2010. I feel like it had that similar art, and it's just like, Rrr. uh, no, it actually doesn't. It it has a little bit more. Batman under the red hood to it. Oh, that looks like that. Uh. Yeah, I actually, pref I actually like. I haven't watched Young Justice yet, but it it looks nicely animated. I'll say that I prefer that animation style over the uh, the the animated the uh, direct video stuff. Yeah, maybe Flashpoint was the one that was like a little bit more like faux anime. I can't really remember, but. I mean, everything on New 52 is just, like, false anime. I remember they got into that era when it looked more like it was, like, being shopped out to some, like, attempting to be Japanese animation look. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I'm looking at the trailer right now. Yep. Based on the Epic miniseries. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at 40... Justice League Society World War II, that's what it's called. Um, it's the 41st DC animated original movie. Holy crap! I I just looked up the cast for the the just just sorry Justice Society World War Two, and we have like I said Wonder Woman. We have Barry Allen. We have Black Canary. Uh, we have Hawkman. Oh, that's who it was. That's right. Wow. We have Our Men. So I was right. It was Our Men, and we have uh, Jay Garrick in there as well. And I just I mm, I. I shouldn't have looked at it because I spoiled myself from it, but I'm probably going to forget it now, so... Yeah, I won't say the other characters, just so I can forget about sure. it. Sure. When's that supposed to come out? May 11th, 2021. Okay, that's when that one is supposed to come out. I don't know when it comes out. Like, I, I assume either that comes out... That's when it comes out digitally or uh, on home video. Hmm. Yeah, maybe take a look at that. It's just a sighting, uh, World War Two, just to see the animation, because I don't know, man. Yeah, that was that was a weird one. Uh, this uh, just society. Yep. Oh, did it do that thing again? Were you talking all this time? No, 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 no. I was. I I saw that you muted your mic, so I was like, oh, okay, he's watching it now. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was weird. Uh, that's yeah. That's real unfortunate. <laughs> Yeah, finally we're getting something Justice Society related, and oh, but it looks so cheap and just like wow, uh, wow. Yeah, not feeling it. 
at least initially. <sighs> yep. I'm gonna probably rent that one, but the problem is they're they're gonna come out with either a Jay Garrick figurine or yeah figurine or maybe Ironman, and I so want that figurine. I just want the I don't want the movie. I just want the the the, the toy. Yeah, Garrick would be kind of cool. He looks silly, but kind of cool. Seriously though, it's it's a silly design with that stupid hat. I guess so. <laughs> it's cool. It's funny, um, and I like it. I I wouldn't mind having a figure of that, but. Fair enough. You know, I don't think I own any comic book. Oh, no, wait, I own a Green Goblin figure, and I own Joker and Batman and Zebra Batman. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, you do. <laughs> but those are the only comic toys that I have. Right. Oh, yeah, and my name or Pop. Actually, I forgot about that, too. Yeah, that's kind of important. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, definitely, uh, like, when should we get to our next Justice League? I guess we should talk about our schedule because it's been such a big <laughs> disaster. Uh, at some point, you still have to do a. We have to do a scene by scene of. of um, I was about to say Metropolis, but uh, no, the cabin of Doctor Caligari. Yes, that's going to be in the silent film retrospective. Right. Okay. Yes, Sorry. which I need to put together. But I'll just say, since we're talking about silent film, I mean, I've been continuing my Charlie Chaplin. Oh, how's it been, man? Oh, you've got to watch them. They're on Netflix. They're just oh, so yeah. wonderful. Yeah, they're, they're something else, eh? Yeah, I mean, it's the first time where I really feel like I connect with a comedy. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy a lot of British comedies, but when it comes to comedy films, not I've never really connected with them in the, in the same way that I do with these Chaplin flicks. Holy Grail? I certainly love those, yeah. But... <laughs> Holy Grail, Ghostbusters, Blues Brothers... It's just a completely different type of charm. I don't know how to describe it. And it's also just, it's like a window into a completely different world. Oh, it certainly is, eh? Like, back when ideas were so fresh. Well, it's not even that. Like, the one I just watched last night, Modern Times. Like, it's set just after the Depression. And oh my. it just, it's a look at Depression-era America from people at the complete bottom of the, the rung. Yeah, and it's like it, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's 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 it really is amazing. Yeah. Have you watched the Dictator yet? No, that's I've been going chronologically, so okay. I still have. I think that I think there's one more in between before I get to that one. So I gotta start that. So do they have them all like in chronological order? No, but um, I could even send you a screenshot of the. <laughs> you can find them on oh, Wikipedia, thanks. but they have a list of all. I've only been watching the ones he's directed. Um, but oh yeah, does he also star in them? Yep, he stars and directs, yep. Nice, okay. And he did a whole bunch of short films beforehand, because um, he started his whole tramp um, persona on vaudeville, and then yep. did a couple of silent films in the 10s, and then in the 20s he started doing his features. Have you narrowed down what his uh, what, what you're going to... we're going to watch of his? Because I know we're going to watch something of his, right? Yeah, City Lights is definitely going to be in our silent film retrospective. Yep. Um, that's my favorite of the films I've seen from him so far. Uh, just a beautiful, beautiful film. But uh, I'd like to cover more eventually. But, yeah, so I've got that one, and I've got The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Is the, is the, is the fourth one Metropolis? Uh, we could do Metropolis, sure. I mean, I'm not, sorry, I shouldn't... Uh, no, no, absolutely. I want to just go there, but, like... No, you can throw whatever picks you want. I mean, I basically made the the rest of the list. Might as well have at least one pick. 
Oh. <laughs> oh, have you watched? Uh, I got a chance to watch Stars Network yet? Um, I've looked at it. Um, at least from what I looked at, the selection wasn't that impressive. So. Hey man, five hundred, uh, five hundred movies at once, man. Like to start off with. Yeah. It's gotta be something impressive. I have to look at it on my computer because I looked on my phone, and they do that thing where they give you like, um, what? How would you describe it? They've got like their little categories that they pick for you. Oh yeah. And then you swipe through and you get like twenty picks through that categories. Oh, and so I, I I've probably only seen like the very tip of the iceberg for the selection that's added. So. Do they have um? Do they have Jojo Rabbit on there? I guess I can quickly just search it on Disney Plus and see. I don't remember seeing it when I looked. They but... better. They better. <laughs> yeah, but we can definitely have Metropolis. I've never seen it in its complete form. I have it on um. I have an old public domain disc that contained it, but it was um, nice. One of the early. It was before they discovered more of it, and so. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is that is that on? Uh, has that ever been Criteriaed? No, Kino Lobor uh, owns the right for it. Owns the rights. Okay. Yeah, which I just recently found out when I did that. Um, when I bought the cabinet, Doctor Caligari's, I found it's actually a German uh, company. I see. Okay. So yeah, I guess they. No, it doesn't look like they have Jojo Rabbit. Damn it! God dang it! Let me check Netflix real quick. I'm sure you've already checked this, but. <laughs> well, I was. It's only because my they they bought it off of or they they rented it on Amazon Prime, mm. and I was like, nah, I'm waiting for Star to come out. Yeah, sadly not on there. It's by Fox, so I knew that. Yeah, I wonder if they still did. They re, they put out a beautiful Steelbook of Metropolis like five years ago. I wonder if it's still available. No. Where do you look? <laughs> Yeah, I guess you could look on, like, eBay, but... <laughs> Maybe Amazon has it. Yeah, but Amazon has the complete Metropolis, or at least as complete as we can get so far. I think it's still missing some footage, but... Jeez. Yeah, they've never been able to quite find the, the full film. That's the final cut I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, I'd, be, I'd love to do this one. I, And the copy that I had of it as well was really poor quality, so I've never seen it in a pristine uh, Blu-ray quality which i'm sure is just stunning but only when only when is the film actually complete like has all the parts to it then can it be 4k transferred <laughs> which is probably impossible but yeah who knows who knows uh how much x-men comics have you read very very little yeah okay that's that's what i thought because i also have read very limited amounts of x-men comics the Mount I've read is probably the beginning of the Claremont run, uh, burn uh, Claremont burn, excuse me, run with uh, with the introduction of Kitty Pride, aka the Days of Future Past arc. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. I didn't know the that. one that everybody goes to. <laughs> and what do you think? Very. Uh, it's it's. As, as certain comic historians and comic book readers of the time say nowadays, very melodramatic. Hmm. I guess that's most comic books anyways. Yeah, that was written in the early 80s, right? Like yep. 81, maybe? Barely, yeah, right around that time. Yeah, so I mean, that was the, you know, it was typical of the time. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, of course, I'm not going to fault it for that, but certainly melodramatic. Again, that's not a criticism, that's just a uh, uh, an observation. <laughs> that's fair. Oh, it's so melodramatic, yeah. <laughs> Um, can't. Everyone has to detect sarcasm in that. Anyway. My wonder is, yeah, 
I've always wondered how if X-Men won another way of what if what if it was more a political book? How do I mean by that? So so it's mostly like legislations and actually get because comic books are certainly a fantasy, uh, in that like you know it's it's make believe. Not to say make believe, like it's anything can happen. Obviously, in a comic book, I want to see a run and or like they obviously won't stay stick with this, but I'd love to see in the Marvel universe the X Men actually gaining rights. Like or, or all mutants, excuse me, gaining rights in society, uh, eventually progressing away from their racist attitudes towards mutants, and see what that's like. And if that's the case, the X Men wouldn't exist at all. I mean, well, Xavier's School for the Gifted Youngsters might still exist, but the whole like going on missions—I don't see what the point would be for that. Well, they're just superpowered individuals. So I mean, they're always going to be superheroes. So there's always going to be super villains, so someone would have to fight them. There'd always be mutants that would go bad. Thus, they have to go. But I wonder if society would then, the, the non-mutant society, would treat those villains as like an isolated incident and say not all mutants are, are bad. Yeah, no, I, I, it's, as far as I know, that's always been an ele- a big element of the X-Men comics. I mean, just from really a non-reader's perspective and just hearing people's kind of commentary on it. Like, I think... Uh, the Whedon run is a lot about that. Isn't that the one where the, the third movie was kind of based off of? It was kind of a mutant rights uh, kind of book, basically. I mean... With the whole cure thing, I think someone said that was from that run. Yeah, probably. I think it was in Cap and um, Shades at Night's uh, commentary. I think they talked about that. Am I allowed to read the uh, Joss Whedon run of X-Men, or because he's cancelled, does that mean I cannot read what he has written? I mean, it's all... It's, I mean, it all comes down to your own personal choices. I mean... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm going to read it eventually. <laughs> yeah. Plus, the Whedon cancellation, I don't really get that either. I mean, he was certainly a prick. You know, people don't want to work with him. Studios want to work, don't want to work with him. Perfectly understandable. But cancellation i mean uh, again would they cancel kubrick i mean <laughs> you cancel one person you gotta cancel them all he's done a lot of great work maybe he could be humbled and come back and continue to do great work and just treat people right that'd be nice to make <laughs> avengers 5 <laughs> <laughs> well i mean who's gonna do it now the Rus- the russos are out they said they're done uh you know they respectfully were like all right I think we've we've done enough. Yeah, I mean, I I think they left the door open there. Like maybe one day we'll come back, but at least right now we've we've done everything that we want to do with these stories. Yeah, I hope I hope those two don't get canceled. That's that's another like pair of people I don't want to see get you know kicked in the in the nuts. Yeah, or kick themselves in the nuts. I mean, that's the... oh, that's that's yeah. <laughs> Let's hope. I wonder if because they work as a as a dual pair, a, a dual pair. Excuse me. Um, they're able to kind of see each other's backs and see if like one is is out of line or whatnot well i mean that's the interesting thing about the weinstein brothers is uh what was the other one's name it was harvey and i bob no yeah bob that's it how do i know this yeah and everyone said no bob everyone said or at least um from what i've heard it was kind of like the the uh the guys in the invisible man i think those are sort of based on them oh Oh, like wow. one was the really kind of domineering brother and one was the more quiet kind of thoughtful brother oh no everyone says bob you know he was he was just kind of a quiet guy he would you know do his work but he wouldn't really 
he wasn't very kind of boisterous and domineering, but that was always Harvey. He was the big bully. Coming on a movie, I don't like what you guys are doing here. You gotta change this, you gotta do this. Wow. So, he was the one who was abusing ladies, and I'm sure Bob knew. He just didn't do anything about it. So. Yeah, does that make him responsible as well? Yep, sure does. <laughs> Oof. He's, he's the second in command. I mean, yeah. you can't... You just can't stand by. That's it. Makes you culpable. Yeah, years, and whether his brother has abused him or not means nothing to anybody, I guess. Yeah, that that's that's the angle they took in Invisible Man. I don't know if that was actually the case with Harvey and Bob, but yeah. Sorry, I don't want to. I don't want to sound like give sympathy towards the devil, but like, <laughs> no, there's always a side to a story that we're not looking at. Yeah, that guy in the, the Invisible Man, that brother. What a little piece of shit. <laughs> Yep. Sniveling. He looked like he was like a turtle the whole time, all like bunched up. I, I like that movie. That was a good movie. <sighs> I'm su- I'm I'm surprised. I don't know if it won any awards or if it has any awards to it. Let me look it up. I can't remember if it was Johnny who said that he didn't like that. I feel like he might have said oh, that. Oh really? I don't know if he saw it or not. Could be wrong. I think he did, but maybe I'll have to ask him again. We didn't go into details because I think we were talking for like maybe half an hour, and then you showed up, and then we we stopped okay. talking. Okay. So. I think we were talking about that. Man, I hope it won something, because 72, man, it was a great film. Yep. Yeah, what's the next one? Oh, wow. Holy smokes, 34 wins and 78 nominations. Oh, buddy. For Oscars, or? Or just wins and nominations. Mm. Did I say not Oscar? I mean, I just mean wins of, of, like, nominated for something. Sure. Yeah, let's see if... I'm on... IMDb, which is a lot more credited and or a lot more of a source feed than Wikipedia is. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like it in the Oscars. Or I guess it would be Academy Award. Excuse me. Sure. Yeah, now I'm just looking to see if they're going to do anything else besides uh, Invisible Man. I mean, it was a success. Yep. So, budget was estimated at $7 million. Opening weekend USA was around twenty-eight million. That's pretty good. That's that's four times the amount. Yeah, like that's a that's a win. <laughs> Cumulative worldwide gross, one hundred forty-three million. Oh wow! Like that's that's a success if I ever saw it. It's gonna be dang high for Blumhouse. Pretty sure. Uh, Get Out was probably better. Not better, but, like, got more money. Oh, yeah. Apparently, Bride of of Frankenstein, they're doing a a remake, reboot, for the next one, so that's interesting. Didn't they say... uh, Who was supposed to be? Who's supposed to be in that one? Apparently, Angelina Jolie was attached, but she's out of it now. Yeah, David Culp is the uh, the writer, so... What is David Culp done? I know that name, but uh, let me quickly look. I feel like he's been a, a big writer for a long time. Oh, we had Jurassic Park here at the script. Spider-Man. Oh, wow. Uh, the first Raimi one. Yeah, this guy's been around for a long time. Oh, apparently he did The Mummy. So I guess he's been working with the Dark Universe uh, for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, the Crystal Skull he wrote. Oh, no, this guy, War of the Worlds. He's doing the later-day uh, Spielberg stuff that I don't like. A Panic Room was a... Was a quality flick yeah this, this guy's been working for a long time yeah he's due for some wins yeah 
yeah, no, Bride of Frankenstein. I, I always really liked that movie. Um, let's see what else I got. <laughs> Again, I'm sitting on my talk for the, the dank universe until we do The Mummy. Interesting, sure. Oh, the new Dracula is apparently on the way. <sighs> okay, well, wonder what how about that'll be. What, two new Draculas? What? I'm sorry if that sounds completely cynical. Just Doesn't everybody remember Dracula Untold? Yeah, or I Frankenstein. And Dracula 2000. Oh, God. Anyone's ever seen that piece of, tra piece of trash? Oh, no. Oh, no. oh, yeah, there's been lots of bad. Well, I mean... How dare you speak the devil's name? Apparently they're going to go in their, their own direction, so we'll see how it goes. Again, Blumhouse, uh, you, you impressed me with Invisible Man, so... Yep. I can't, I can't, or, yeah, I can't, um, oh, I remember what was it. I'm not, like, fully devoting myself to you, but I certainly am, uh, impressed <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah, look forward to seeing the other ones. As long as it has that good quality of writing that you, uh, have with Invisible Man. Yeah, and I hope they'll give Del, Del Toro the, uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh. Hopefully as interest, because... How he, uh, how he separates that movie from... I guess he could do it, but how he separates that movie from Shape of Water is a good question. Yeah, he'd just have to lean to the horror more. Oof, yeah, he'll, he'll do that if, if Blumhouse is like, alright, here's what you want, we're hands off. Just just get it to us by, like, this date. Yeah, because he would, that, that is interesting, because he would still have to work in the uh, kind of Beauty and the Beast or King Kong and um, Fay Ray or, or Anne, I should say. <laughs> Yeah, kind of dynamic. So it's still have to be there somehow, but yeah, yeah. That's always one of my favorites. I mean, the sequels aren't very good. Like at least uh, Frankenstein and um, the Invisible Man have some fun sequels, but the Creature from the Black Lagoon ones are just terrible. But <laughs> but the first film's great. I remember it now. It wasn't uh, it wasn't it was uh, the Invisible Woman was supposed to happen. Oh, yes. I... And I think it was Elizabeth Banks who was supposed oh. to play it. And I was like, uh, I could be wrong on that. If you don't mind fact-checking me on that. Yeah, I remember that, that happening, but I, I thought it fell off somewhere. I would rather Elizabeth Moss, is that her name? Yeah. I'd yeah. rather her play the Invisible Woman just because the universal monster part, air quotes monster uh, character, not... I mean, I guess she, I, I mean, she's got blonde hair. She could play the actual like Susan Storm, <laughs> but I don't know what version they're gonna do in in MCU. What Emily Blunt responds to rumors that she's cast in Fantastic Four? What? Because I typed in the Invisible Woman reboot, and that's what it. it popped and that's up. yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> you gotta do like Universal and then Invisible Woman. And John Krasinski also has rumors of being cast as a uh, oh, yeah. Fantastic, apparently. <laughs> You know, I guess uh, it could work. No, I don't see anything new about the Invisible Woman. It looks like it's been stalled since 2020. No, that's fair. Yeah, and Elizabeth Banks, I mean, I don't know about her. I've never really thought she had much as an actress, to be honest. Yeah, you know, she's done comedy, so I can't fault her for that. I'm just like... Yeah, I was thinking, whenever I think about her, this is unfortunate for her. The first thing that pops into my mind is... Uh, Zack and Miri make a porno. Do you know that movie? <laughs> oh yeah, I watched that movie years ago with you all. I completely forgot about it. Yeah, that was the one where I finally gave up on um, Kevin Smith. 
that was a movie where I was like, you know, he, I, I just don't feel like he really has any spark as a filmmaker anymore. And so I've never really watched anything else except for Red State when he made a horror movie. I was like, I guess I'll check that out. But it wasn't very good. <laughs> except for this one movie. Oh, wait, no, I didn't like it. Never mind. No, I was just like, ah, eh, horror. I mean, maybe I'll see it. And I was just like, oh, it wasn't worth it. No spark. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Elizabeth Banks was also in. Uh, Power Rangers, she played the new Rita Repulsa. Yep. Yeah, which was one of the weaker elements in that movie, unfortunately. And then she had that whole Charlie's Angels thing, which, uh, yeah, ugh. Do you remember that? I've heard both sides of, of women liking that film and women not liking the film, so I'm... Well, not even the... I'm just not going to say anything. I'm not even going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, not even the film itself, but more her comments around it. No, what did she say? She was like, this movie failed because men don't want to see movies led by female action stars and uh, male audiences are just too misogynistic for female movies to succeed. And I was kind of like, well, you know, tell that the fucking, you know, Captain Marvel, which made bank. Sure, it got complaints. It still made a fuck ton. Yeah. I would sooner say Wonder Woman, but okay. Yeah, Wonder Woman was a big film. People still turn out for the Alien franchise. There hasn't been a single Alien movie not with a female lead. I mean, it, it just seemed like kind of petty grousing when your movie failed. <laughs> I mean, I guess she could also be right in that there's not enough of those. There's only, like, you can name that on a hand. Oh, Resident Evil, billion-dollar franchise, yeah. female-led, Underworld. You can go there. Yes, yep, no, certainly Underworld. <laughs> I, say, I say Underworld more than Resident Evil just because it's an original property. Well, that's that's fair. I mean, Under, Underworld hasn't made nearly as much as Resident Evil. That's no. kind of why I was... Because I was talking more about the financial success. I'm still, yeah, now. I guess so. I'm still waiting for a, a crossover to occur. It, just, it almost screams crossover to me. Yeah, so sadly, Jovovich is out. She's uh, she, she's done with Resident Evil. So <laughs> I bring back Rodriguez. <laughs> Rodriguez? Yeah, Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, oh, there you go. Pardon yeah. me. I forgot she's in those. <laughs> Yeah, she was okay in the first one. She showed up in the fifth one, not so great, but <laughs> yeah, I, I still remember the, uh, the the ads that were playing on the Sky Train when that movie came out. God, I was so hyped for that. Oh man, I'm so stupid. <laughs> why was I hyped for that? Uh, I don't know why you were hyped for that. You have to ask yourself that. You just did. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I just love the games, and I like transfer that love to the movies, even though they weren't good. I don't know. Okay, let's see here. Let's see. Oh, and not to mention the first Charlie's Angels movie was a big success in the series, too. I mean, it was just like... This just does not... It seems like you're reaching as to why it's garbage. It was like, you know, of the time, and it was, you know, looking back on it, it's sexist now and insensitive and not, you know, what females are really about. Still a financial hit. Got a sequel. I mean, that's... I'm not talking about artistic quality. I'm just talking solely on the success the, of the movies. The fact that, you know, it made money so it produced more uh, IPs or uh, procs afterwards, I, I see your point. Yeah, even even Tomb Raider. I mean, that female-led movies have been successful for a long time. It seems bizarre. And I, I think it was 2019 when that came out. In 2019, to be like, male audiences or audiences don't turn out for female-led movies kind of like well look at the history here i mean this just this just seems really petty on your part i thought 
But anyway. <laughs> okay, well, it's on IMDb. There is... Very random, out of nowhere. More in sequels, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, slated for 2022. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Expected hmm. April 8th, 2022. Interesting. I wonder about Detective Pikachu. That's going to get us It's got Jim... <laughs> It's got Jim Carrey, James Marston's, and or Marston, excuse me, and Ben Schwartz returning. That's all it says. Okay. Hmm. Oh, and um, uh, Tika Sum Sumter. I uh, pardon me if I said that wrong. Uh, the the girlfriend in in that last movie. Oh sure. I don't mind that. That's that's great. I actually liked her a lot. Yeah, she's good. Hopefully, give her character a lot more. So, um, but nothing on. I guess I can ask the news. I'd hope there'd be something on it. Yeah, I, I'm always hopeful that this video game movies will have some success one day. I can't wait till we start covering them. <laughs> oh, wow, it actually... Okay, they're actually filming it now. Oh, uh, Sonic 2? Guess where. Yeah, no, they're filming it here, as they would. I was about to feign a guess, like, oh, could they be shooting in L.A.? Or... <laughs> sure. Well, no, that's, that's good to hear. I'm glad that's getting a sequel. Wow. Okay. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog wound up becoming one of 2020's highest-grossing movies with an international box office of more than three hundred dollars, three hundred million dollars. Wow. My goodness. That. Yeah. No. I guess that scream sequel. Yeah. Good for them. I'm happy. Um, I. I guess again. I want more of. I should say this for the review, obviously, but I hope we get more of, you know, Sonic stuff and not like real-world stuff. That's just me. That's fair. Like, back in, like, his kind of actual world rather than the human world. Or, you know, going, yeah, to each world. Yeah. World, pardon me. Yeah, I guess multiple worlds. Like they did in the games. Yeah. Maybe, you know, add stuff from Sonic 2. Whatever that may be. I think I played that one, but I don't really remember. Yeah, I guess I'll just say one more thing about video game movies before I close this down here. Um, I recently, finally, got through all three in the name of the king movies oh and that's so funny because we were talking about that also in four <laughs> so <laughs> much <laughs> oh my goodness so much response yeah i watched them um so much callbacks that's so funny that i released that so late six months late it's prevalent now i guess it's it's just prevalent now eh? yeah it could have been actually maybe when i was editing that that it sparked my like i should really fucking watch those oh yeah like just, you you put the thought in your mind and I guess it also, I put the thoughts in my mind as well. Anyway, go yeah, on. Yeah, boy, I am not looking forward to having to rewatch those to cover them. <laughs> Holy crap. Do you want to do a commentary terrible. or do you want to just do a discussion? I, I I guess we'll see when we get there. I'm sure that one's going to be far down the line. We've got to start soon. Well, wait, have we... Yeah, we'll talk about that after yeah, we okay. uh, do the... Have we, have we started it yet? We did Sonic... And Ninja Gaiden, which were kind of like the preamble. We did, yeah, no. Even though they're Ninja Gaiden is technically in the uh, the ultra violent basement. Yeah, and Sonic in the OVA too. It's it's not in the ultra violent section, but it is an OVA. <laughs> it's not ultra violent. Yeah, <laughs> that that is not ultra violent. Trust me. As... Yeah, but you're not gonna just just so we can close this down soon. Well, we'll talk about the video game stuff after. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. You're not gonna believe. Burt Reynolds shows up in no that franchise. Way. Matthew Lillard shows up. Ray Liotta. It's unbelievable, like how Yui Bull managed to pull these people in to make. How did Uva Bull do this? Unbelievable crap. 
Yeah, it's it's it's. He must have like punched everybody in the gut or something like that to like get make my movie or else. He must have just been throwing money around. I mean, how how have people not like tried canceling him? Oh, he's basically canceled himself at this point. He said he's done making movies. Thank God. <laughs> he self sabotaged himself. Yeah, he got so he got so like bitter of people not accepting his vision, and I don't think he ever really cared about making movies. It always seemed like it was work to him. He just did it for money. So, but yeah, those ones I'm not. Those are the worst that I've seen from him so far. Just of all so, things, video game movies. Maybe just because he's like, oh, these 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 are just generic games, or these are generic ideas that I'll, I'll take and make a generic movie with. You know, what's sad is Postal had some life to it. It felt like he actually cared about that one. And then House Odd. of the Dead, he actually intersplices footage of the game into the movie, which is so bizarre. Eat your heart out, W.S. Anderson. Yeah, he claims he's a big fan of those games, too. I really don't know what to think about him. I don't know if he's a big liar. (laughs) (laughs) I said it before, probably six months ago, and I'll say it again. Went to my Paul W.S. Anderson and Uva Bowl co-directed movie. Oh, my God. (laughs) Of of either Mass Effect or of Final Fantasy. Wow, they ruined that franchise. Oh, Oh, what else could it be? Yeah, I wonder wonder what Paul's going to do next, because Monster Hunter was a failure, unfortunately. Has he done anything other than the video game movies? Uh, yeah, yeah, he did. He technically did, he, he did Mortal Kombat, didn't he? He sure did, the first one, yep. How come you don't talk about that? The fact that, oh yeah, he did Mortal Kombat. Like, you mentioned that, like, you liked the first one, but it's like, the fact that that guy did, well, you know, the first one. I kind of like it. I It's just like with Event Horizon and the movie Soldier, which he made with Kurt Russell. I'm always like, I kind of like them. They don't fully work, but... And same with AVP. It's like, eh, I like elements of it, but... Eh. Surprising that his wife's not in that one, nor Soldier, nor Event Horizon, nor Mortal Kombat. Well, yeah, he didn't He didn't marry her until they made the third uh, Resident Evil movie, but... Yeah, that's fair. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope they. I hope they are actually having a good relationship. And oh, I wonder if they have kids or not. Yeah, in fact, their kid was in the sixth one, Resident Evil: The Final Chapter. Oh my played, goodness! Uh, well, no, I'm not going to say that's a spoiler, but <laughs> yeah, that's not. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not. <laughs> oh, what was I going to say? Um, oh yeah, he made probably one of his best movies is Death Race with uh, Jason Statham. That's a that's a good movie. That's that yeah. is that is a good. Movie. I have not watched that film in a long time. Me neither. Literally, when I say it, like, ten years ago. Probably ten years for me, too. Maybe longer. Yeah, he's he's done some okay stuff. It's just, most of it just doesn't fully work. You know, he's just got a chip on his shoulder, apparently. Oh, God, he made that Three Musketeers movie. Oh, wow, that was was horrible. Yeah, I couldn't even finish that. That's one of those ones where I was just like, I'm done with this. This is just abysmal. Yeah, apparently I was a fan of his when I was young, I guess. Because I've seen, like, almost everything he's done. Uh. <laughs> we'll get it one day. We'll, we'll get a video game movie one day. Yeah. I guess one other thing, last thing, at least with video games, uh, is that they are, in fact, Konami has released uh, and stated that they are making uh, a new IP for the Metal Gear Solid franchise and the uh, Castlevania franchise. New IP is in new games, like spin-offs or new games. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, just just new entries into them. Sure. Most likely to keep the license. 
enter the rights so that they don't, you know, go up for. Because I, I guess again, not just license, not license. Uh, contract, yeah, contract. Contract's expiring soon, or yeah, something. basically that. Also, Konami doesn't actually own those games; they just own the right to release them. Or I think they own it, but I think they. I wonder. I don't know how it works with IPs working in games, where like, like a studio, if you don't make it within like, ten years of owning the property, uh, it'll go up for, not resale, but the rights will be revoked, not revoked, whatever, released, and then it's anybody's grab. Oh yeah, like the old uh, Fox contracts. Yeah, that or the Incredible Hulk, which makes no sense. <laughs> oh yeah, jeez. Universal hasn't made a movie in ten years, so. I, I don't I don't know what's going on. Well, they're supposedly making those She-Hulk shows, so maybe maybe Marvel finally has the rights back. Yeah, but anyway, I'll I'll just say with at least with Castlevania, I hope that they uh, take. <clears throat> Sorry, with with Castlevania, I hope they uh, take advantage of the fact. Uh, I I don't want to say ride the coattails, but have the Netflix show in mind when they're they're developing that new game mm. that's all i'm gonna say on that yeah i mean I, I feel like it's had a lot of success they probably want to lean into that just to bring those fans in i'm sure a lot of viewers of that ser of that series are not necessarily fans of the game so yeah i don't even know the last time they put out a new castlevania game i mean i feel like it's been a long time uh i mean the main title castlevania lords of shadow 2 i feel like it was maybe uh which was 24 14, but I don't know if they've done mobile games since. Oh, interesting. I thought it was earlier. I thought it was like 2012, but... Hmm. Yeah, so it's definitely been a while. And you said Metal Gear as well, right? Yeah, Metal Gear Solid, but I... I don't... Oh, no, Metal Gear... No, it, it was Metal Gear Rising, uh, which is nice. I'm, I'm sort of excited for that, but because it's not by Kojima... Uh, he's not attached to it. I obviously, uh, I don't know if I'll, I'll go for it. Or not. I'll, I mean, I'll buy it used. I guess, yeah, I'll, I'll just buy it used. Aren't they doing a movie on that uh, new new game that he put out, Ghosts of Tetsushima? Was it? Is that is that what that was? Ghosts of Tsushima is that's not that wasn't Kojima. That was uh, d um, um, Death Stranding. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. Hmm. I thought it was. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Let's look that up just quickly. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was him. I'm so surprised that Ghost of Tsushima, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're making that into a movie. That's so weird, like, of all things. Well, it was a giant, uh, giant game when it came out, I mean. It was only last year. Yeah, it was a big, made a big splash. I think they immediately were like, let's talk about making a movie about, about this. And you know what's funny? That's the same studio, Sucker Punch Stu Productions, is the same studio that made uh, Infamous. Oh, interesting. And, again, in the... Uh, so it all comes back around, I guess. I don't know where we started this conversation, but hopefully Sucker Punch make another infamous game. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that, please don't, but... I don't know. Looks like he wasn't behind that. Please do it at your own discretion. I'd love to see another one play it again. But anyways, I think that's it. I think we're... Uh, all right, everybody, put down your glasses. It's, it's time for all of us to go. Time to find another boss somewhere else in this in this dump of a, of a corner. Yeah, I mean, something's got to be open, you know. <laughs> Why are we closed at 11 and not like any of the other bars? Eh, it's, it's not family-oriented. It's just our... Yeah, we got to get home, you know. 
Yeah, come on, we can't be out too late. We're, We're gonna shut down the bar and whatnot. Oh, what was that song? Closing time. There you go. Every new beginning is some other beginning's end. Or whatever. Oh no, every new beginning is some other beginning's end. That's what it goes. Yeah, we gotta find some good way to clear this place out in the evening, because people just hang around. I mean, we should, like, release some dogs, or... I did... <laughs> you... You could always agree to my, you know, using a shotgun and blasting it into the air. Yeah, well, sure. Well, some of them might just be like, oh, what's that? Oh, I'm gonna just keep being drunk at the bar. I mean, it's either that or the air horn. Yeah, air horn. Or we start yeah. putting uh, laxative inside their drinks, and then they, like, leave to go outside, and we, 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 we put bathroom the bathroom sign on the exit door <laughs> that's a now idea. unfortunately that that means that we're gonna have to clean up a lot oh, of excrement yeah. outside which eh, i don't know <laughs> if we're gonna have to check the uh the, the, the city lines and the, the borderlands everywhere because i don't know where our property begins and ends the sidewalk is technically uh in, in our in our square space yeah borderlands when they make that movie y'all it's been off for another 20 minutes and let's discuss that but <laughs> We still have to finish two pre-sequel oh. and three. Oh boy. But yeah, well, it was good chatting with you. <laughs> Till next time, everybody. Good night. Good night. good man by the way by the way just, just just hold on a second hold on looking at the synopsis for not, yeah the synopsis for king of atlantis by the way welcome to welcome back ladies and gentlemen and those in between forgot about that to the tne master mash <laughs> did i actually say that yes you did i'm like i hope you don't mean master mash i will i will very quickly dude you got okay you don't even I, you have to go through every single synopsis that you make. So oh God! Not when you're not right now in this state, but make a note somehow to go through each of them and rewrite them if like there's any error corrections and put a U in everything that has favorite in it. I will never do that, but Sorry. I absolutely do admit that I wrote write most of them and I'm super wasted. Stop! Like they're creative. I'm not denying that, but. You, you need to stop, or at least write them, and then look at them when you're sober. Oh my god, Please. I can't be a master. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna take a screen cap of that, just before, like, you, you, you change it. <laughs> no offense, like, it's not gonna, I'm not gonna, like, use it against you or anything like that. No, it's all Actually, good. I, I fully 100% admit that I write them when I'm drunk. That's why so many of them are so crazy. 
I read them later, I'm like, holy crap, why did I say this? 